are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and on the screen with me is my brown brother. Sid Shuram, what's up, everybody? I hope you like the new sound. I got this nifty little microphone. I was actually excited to do the show just for that, to be honest. And I know Tim is excited that I have a new mic. I am, because I was tired of the ASMR bullshit, because I'm an insane person. And after every episode we record, I listen to it as soon as it's uploaded to see... If I sounded like an idiot, or you sounded like an idiot, or... I mean, that's you know, usually me. But, you know. to... <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, we can still... I, I mean, not just Hold the on. sound. I mean, like, if we said anything dumb... Oh, we can change you know. the setup a little bit. Hold on. I'm going to change the setup so I look like a real radio show host or whatever, a podcast host. There we go. Look at that. There you go. Look at that. Might as well just change my name to yeah, Sid yeah. Rogan, because I look like him now. <laughs> gotta shave my head nah just like seth rollins looks like henry rollins yeah exactly (laughs) i was kidding that's about yeah okay all right sure so i mean so we've been gone for about a week so what's been going on with you though what you've been doing um i've been in beast mode Nice. And uh, not really, because beast mode also means you're dumb. (laughs) My entire, from here all the way down, my bicep down to here is like in so much pain from a workout I did on Thursday uh, that I had never done before. And for some reason, the video is 10 minutes, and I'm like, oh, I have to do a half hour. And so you just did three while rounds. I was doing this exercise, and while I was doing the exercise, I went even harder than usual because a fat gnome that I work with was sitting across from me, eating and staring at me, and uh, made me very, very frustrated. So uh, it was like a battle rope exercise. Uh, it wasn't battle ropes though; it was like a bed sheet. But I just yeah. kept. And I was going up and down so hard as long as he was in the room. Nice. Uh, aside from that, you know, uh, just been watching the graps and yeah. um, doing other good things for myself. That's good. Yeah. How about you, Sid? Me, I actually, so what I started to do is I, I uh, changed up a little bit of, uh, I actually also, as far as fitness, I changed up my diet just a little bit. Like, I'm not on a diet, but... I changed a little bit of my eating habits. I actually started incorporating more fruit in the mornings. So like, cause fruits usually are heavy in fiber and it's a very good idea to like get your fiber like first thing in the morning. Uh, especially, you know, obviously, you know, eating your macronutrients and stuff is good is, is important, but also fiber is good. Um, cause you know, it, it regulates your gut. Uh, that's the politically correct term. It, it helps you shit better. That's kind of what it is, really. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. But no, uh, yeah. But yeah, I we all know what fiber does. Yeah, we all do. But no, I, I I ate this morning. I had some grapes, and I had a Greek yogurt. Um, Greek yogurt is one of my favorite 
super I, I, is it is it a superfood? I don't know, but Greek yogurt. Every food is a superfood, baby. I mean, superfood. I, I, like, I don't like. I don't like this. Uh, the term. This elitism in the food. Yeah. What makes a cut a, a seed berries better than strawberries? Fuck you. Right. Just because someone found it in the Amazon ten years ago and started giving it to Brad Pitt, it's a superfood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds think, like something made up in a fucking lab. Right. I, I think just discover a random berry. Yeah. But like for me, yeah, I started doing that. I had when I had oatmeal as well. That's another thing that I like to do. I'm trying to see with like because with the intermittent fasting I do, I usually skip breakfast and then just eat lunch and dinner. But I um I'm not just gonna probably yeah. do breakfast breakfast and lunch and maybe snack a little bit and then skip dinner. Um see uh do you buy steel cut oats or do you and make your own oatmeal or do you have do you have uh a pre-made oatmeal i buy the i i have a recipe for steel cut a steel cut recipe oh nice and i have them ready but i haven't made it yet but there is this brand called kodiak yeah a bunch of protein yeah, a bunch of protein. So, I I've I've heard of I mean, Kodiak. Winter Valley also does too. I've heard of Kodiak. I haven't used their stuff. I honestly just go to the farmers market to buy my oatmeal. Uh, I don't ever get the quick oats. I just don't like the texture. I like the rolled oats better. Those are that's that's the good stuff. You just put a little peanut butter in there, and you're good to go. I used to be a fiend for peanut butter, but I'm gonna like kind of slowly chill out on oh, that so you don't so you don't you don't like eat porridge no no i, I need the only reason i eat oatmeal is so i can put peanut butter in it <laughs> it's it's so petty but i that's the only reason i do now, now why is peanut butter bad it's not bad it's just like it's also like heavily processed and i'm trying to like eat a little trying to so you find like uh, more natural peanut butter or something yeah you can but it's just expensive as fuck and you know i know i got a new job and everything but we'll see down the line but meanwhile i'll just yeah, drink this big cheap. ass gal yeah i'm a cheap bastard I'm, I'm it's the immigrant in me man uh no but in the meantime i'll just drink this giant gallon of water hmm. water water giant gallon of water watery yeah, that's Canadian. I'm talking about New York. But you know what wasn't in New York, unfortunately, this week? Uh, it was AEW. <laughs> that's a horrible segue. It's a horrible segue. Wait, wait, are we talking about... Wait, hold on. We're talking about AEW first? Is that what we're going to do? I don't care. We'll talk let's, about whatever. Let's do that. It doesn't matter. Oh. Fuck it. Okay, AEW. Uh, uh, let, me, let me start by saying this. Uh, as... Every day passes, the internet wrestling community sickens me in the limbo. Yeah. That will be my preface for this entire episode, especially <laughs> regarding Western wrestling. Um, so, Dynamite happened, and uh, I'd say the key takeaways from Dynamite were uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society walking out on Jericho, and then Don Callis saying, I'm sorry, 
if I caused anything. And Jericho said, I have an answer for you, but I'll tell you next week. Why? Mm. Why not tell me right now? You just right. got dumped by all your people. Why wouldn't you just make the decision right there? I have no idea. It's I, just like... I didn't understand that. Yeah. Um, by the way, just FYI. What's, what's, uh... <laughs> I, I thought I should let you know I had to change the thumb, thumbnail real quick because it was from last week. But I changed the thumbnail now, so we're, we're good. So. Uh, I don't wonderful yeah thank you since since getting used to this uh he's yeah never podcasted before. no i haven't i have only done youtube which i'm coming uh, back to soon <laughs> i've only edited i didn't videos. hear you i said i've only done youtube oh, like right. edited videos and shit before but i don't do like a full-length podcast right, right. ever except i mean gooniverse kind of so, but it was more I, audio sorry go ahead let, let's reflect on the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. I think for me, okay, for me, I mean, when it first started, it started with, like, that match with Jericho versus Eddie Kingston, and it was pretty obvious that Jericho was going yeah. to turn heel. And uh, I honestly, just like the inner circle before it, it kind of felt out of out of kind of out of nowhere because like randomly Daniel Garcia came in and, as well as 2.0 and then Jericho started beating up on Eddie along with them and then Jake well Jake Hager made sense because you know inner circle but I don't know it just felt so like oh okay uh, we're we're doing it now okay cool and uh, but. It's been fun, like it's been entertaining, like especially with the, I'm I'm, I'm gonna throw a fireball at you because I'm a wizard. That was, that was fun. I love that. Um, yeah. I think that, you know, then I feel like when Sammy joined, then Ty, then then and then Ty, uh, Ty Conti joined, and then Anna J. That's when I was like, eh, I don't know why we're doing it. It, it started. It started to get. A little too, in my opinion, it started getting a little bloated. And so, you know, I'm kind of fine with the JAS ending because, you know, a lot of the great factions kind of, I think it, I think it definitely ended before, I feel like, I feel like they kind of did everything they could. Like they kind of knew, Hey, you know what? I don't think there's much left for us. So I think it's time to go veer off in our own paths. Uh, Sammy anyway was about, was like kind of turning face a little bit. Uh, Daniel Garcia doing his thing with 2.0. Um, of course, Ty Conti, she's pregnant. Congratulations, by the way, to Sammy and Ty. Belated congratulations, I guess. Uh, Anna Jay, I don't know what she's going to be up to these days. I think she has a she had a match. Or does she have a match coming up? Or She's had two matches. She's had two she's matches. Had two matches One of them was to get into the tournament. Oh, and, right, um, right, right, right she lost but here's the funny thing tony storm loses the title to hikaru shida yeah tony storm automatically gets into the tournament because of her rematch clause right but the woman who took the title from her had to earn her spot confusing tony mm. uh, but anyway speaking uh about the jericho appreciation society uh from listening to what you said 
I think that Jericho knows when, like with the Inner Circle and with Jericho Appreciation mm-hmm. Society, mm-hmm. he made two uh, well-known and well-established factions. Like, like they got over, yeah, and he knew when to end it and how to end it. Um, I think that this group has benefited 2.0 and Daniel Garcia the most. Uh, Daniel Garcia, um, if you knew him before, he he is a very good technical wrestler, as he's, he's prominently shown he's in the ROH Pure yeah. Division a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, but even in the Indies I'm and all still... that, and the whole sports entertainer stuff yeah. really, really helped him. And, True. Yeah. And uh, Matt Menard and Angelo Parker got over huge without being winners they like they don't ever have to win yeah it's they're just over um, yeah they, and nxt and, gave well, up on them too soon i'm gonna tell you that <laughs> i know I and know, then um, not me because i didn't really watch it um yeah. but uh I think this was a good move. I think Daniel Garcia yep. is going to probably reap the most benefits. I would love to see uh, heel Jack Perry uh, start his own stable with his girlfriend, Anna J and mm-hmm. 2.0, because uh, Matt Menard and Angelo Parker, or just Matt Menard, tried to help Anna J in her match. Um, yeah. So there's that connection. There. I, right, right, and I think I think it would work, yeah. Because um, as Jack is learning on the fly and mm-hmm. and kind of developing himself, you have two veterans there. Same with Anna J. You have two veterans there who have been in the business for quite some time. As Matt Menard said, you know, my peers like Kevin Owens and. Um, I forget who else he named. Always thought you were an asshole to Jericho, and so they've been in the business for quite some time. Right. And as we know, Menard can go on the mic. Parker yep. even. Um, yeah, both of them. So can, I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad it's over, and um, I just kind of thought it was dumb that. Jericho said we have to wait till next week to figure out if he's going to be with Callus. I mean, we all know uh, it's going to be. That... We all know he's going to, you know. But I guess they're yeah. like, oh, we I mean, building up suspense. It's like, no, it's fine. We know that. But he might yeah. not. He, the yeah. thing is, he he might instead of it instead of taking the route that he did with Sammy and the yeah. others. He's helped out along the way by being next to them. Maybe he puts Takeshita over by being against him. Hmm. But I don't see it happening. I think he's going to join Callis. Um, Probably. The other great things from Dynamite, I would say, uh, the yep. MJF Adam Cole stuff keeps getting better. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. The, mon- the montage where they went to the trampoline park was hysterical. Um and MJF as a babyface is fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
because he go he says he's our scumbag. So he's still like saying and doing messed up things, but it's it's all endearing, right? And right. Like he thought hit him Cole wanted to do a promo battle. So he said he said, Oh, I'm Adam Cole. My brain doesn't work, <laughs> so I can't talk or something like that i'm like dude what the fuck are you doing like, yeah, i love i think the line was if i was if this was the, you're so pasty if this was the 80 oh, 80s hogan yeah if you you're so thin and pasty white that if it's this was the 80s hogan would have snorted you yeah i was damn i loved but, but then he like made fun of his brain and like how he was on the shelf yeah it, it was it was really low ball stuff and uh but you know and then cole tells him no i i actually wanted to tell you that uh zero hour <laughs> at wembley we should face the roh tag team champions because roh has meant so much to me and i've held every title yeah even on multiple times and i've never had the the tag titles yeah. the tag team belts and then in comes Jealous girlfriend, Roderick Strong. Yeah. And MJF obliterated him. Obliterated him. I want Not you surprised. to do what all basic white people do when they're upset. I want you to go to the back, get in your car, drive to your house, run up the stairs, slam your door, cry into your Hello Pill. Hello Kitty pillow <laughs> and blast some Taylor Swift and shake it Taylor off. Taylor Swift. You, 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 you bland bitch. Uh, and I don't have that wrong. on my screen or typed on my screen. I've watched it twice because I think it's hysterical. Yeah. Um, and it, it just stuck in my head and cool was like, got all pissy with, MJF, but MJF was like, oh, well, and everything's okay with them, I guess. But it seems like Roderick Strong is aligning with the kingdom. Yeah. And um, MJF told Cole that when people tell him to wrestle once a year, he wants to stab them in the face with a soldering iron. But since they're best friends... Yeah. He will wrestle twice in one night. Now, right. this got me thinking, Tim. Yeah. This got me thinking. Uh-oh, Tim's thinking. I think this is a ploy. Okay, okay, okay. From the Okay, 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 okay. Uh, from the beginning of Adam Cole and MJF's relationship, Yeah. Adam Cole has tricked MJF into accepting matches on multiple times multiple times mm -hmm. not even just for cool but also for tanahashi right what if we get to wembley and at zero hour it seems like adam cole relies too heavily on mjf as his tag team partner mm. what if he even leaves the ring we do know that mjf Mm -hmm. sees himself as a special attraction and he yeah. even said i don't like to wrestle too much yeah he's got him to do it twice he's getting him to do it twice and the second time is against himself so do you think adam cole is going to use that tag team match to help him win the title later on in the night 
or do you think Adam Cole is being um, honorable? Or do you think he's going to be honorable? That's a tough, tough question. Now, I did see on social media, like, sometime back, it, there was a shot of Adam Cole and MJF hugging. And when Adam Cole was hugging, it was a very small detail. But when Adam Cole was hugging MJF, he went like that, like with his fist, like that. In, I'm sorry to bring this up, in NXT, uh, he hugged. No, that's when it was good. Yeah. Back when NXT was good, he and Kyle O'Reilly, they were embracing when there was that tension uh, you know, between in the Rob. undisputed era, and Kyle O'Reilly, he did this to him too. So, yeah. does that mean that it's gonna be eventually Cole that turns on Max? It because everyone's expecting. I def- I, yeah, go ahead. I definitely think it's gonna be Cole turning that, on Max. I don't know when it's gonna happen. But yeah, like I just think it's much smarter. It is. I, I think. More the more and more you give MJF babyface time, the mm-hmm. more people are, are are liking him and and yeah. really really uh, going after yeah. with him. And I think that um, I think it'd be a nice you know switch. Yeah, because it's like the is this like the first time he's ever been a face? I don't think he's ever been babyface even in the indies. He's, he was always a prickish heel. I feel like anytime I ever saw Tom, which was rare, but like back in the day in MLW, he was, he was a heel Yeah, uh, and beyond wrestling. I saw him, he was a heel. Yeah. I don't, I never really he, saw him as a face. He healed it up on the stone cold podcast back when stone cold could interview everybody except and not just WWE people. But yeah, like he did. Yeah. He's pretty much been, a bad guy for i would say yeah as as long as we knew him so right. it's good to have that change of pace for for mjf that too first time on national television he's doing more of a babyface role but he's kind of putting i like that he's a babyface but he's kind of putting his own spin to it he's not like being the earnest kind of oh i am going to fight for truth and justice no, he, he's still a yeah. He's not a white beat baby face. Yeah, so he's still. He, I mean, he's still a shithead. But you know, like he said, he's our shithead. But um, or scumbag. But as far as like to answer your question, I do not think that. I don't feel like Cole is going to turn here uh, in this match. I mean, I think they'll lose, but I wouldn't be surprised if in the main event, Strong comes out with the kingdom. It looks like Cole and uh, MJF are going to, you know, fight them off. But Cole just turns and he joins the kingdom again. And he's like, oh, it was all a ruse. And I didn't give a shit about you, Max. So fuck you. But I don't think they. Sh- I don't do know if they'll do it yet. happens but... during the main event of the biggest wrestling event? Or do you think it happens after? It would be more impactful if it was at the main event, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, it would leave a bad taste in people's mouth, but here's the thing. Adam Cole turns heel. Heels It'd be don't give WWE. I, I mean, no, like, if the match ends so. like that. No, like, the match. The no, match, after the match. Like, after the match. Oh. Yeah. Or, like, or like they distract them, and but then 
Cole turns heel. Something okay. like that. No, like no, I, it'll be after I, the match. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, not not during not what they. Yeah, not the whole thing. That not WWE stuff. Like after the match is over, like I think MJF's gonna retain. Early prediction, I guess. And uh, yeah, that's when you know everything happens. That could that is one possibility, or like you said, they could wait until the you know the fallout of All In and at Dynamite and do it. But at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I love it. I love everything. But unfortunately, you know, all good things come to an end. And at some point, it will end. I don't want it to right away. But if we can sacrifice something good for something better, better. I'm, I'm okay with it. So perhaps, perhaps. I, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I... I'm with you mm-hmm. on that. Um, yeah, so we talked about the tournament because there's going to be a four-way uh, for the women's title at All In. Uh, mm-hmm. We got Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida beat Anna Jay, and Soraya beat Sky Blue. I yeah. did not get to see that match as it was on Rampage, and I missed Rampage this week. And I really I did kind of want to see that match just to see how Soraya worked. So... I may go back. Uh, yeah. And Britt Baker has to wrestle somebody. DMD. I don't know who. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Dynamite. Alex Marvez. Ooh, ooh. Mm. Uh, talked to Kenny Omega. And Omega said he's going to have a sit down <laughs> with JR next week to discuss what he's doing it all in and what he's going to be doing in the future. Um Pretty much that was the biggest things on Dynamite, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, you had Lucha Brothers against the BCC, and uh, mm. Swerve came out and talked about Nick Wayne and Darby. And, Swerve? And, uh, Honestly, that... The event was Sheeta and Anna Jay, and that's cool to me. Yeah. Um, but um, shortly after Dynamite, maybe like a day later the internet was a buzz uh about a potential matchup happening at all in with omega hangman and kota bushi against mm-hmm. bc gold members jay white and juice robinson and Takeshita. and a lot of people were upset they want to see a singles match with Kenny Omega. They want singles matches and whatnot. And I personally think it would be a great match. If it's yeah. given enough time Yeah. and these guys can do what they do, it's going to be great. Hangman, Ibushi, mm-hmm. all of them, except Takeshita, really, have history with one another inside of a ring because of New Japan. Yeah. And... Uh, so it's gonna be good like why why are you gonna complain what else are they gonna do i mean brian danielson's down and apparently Mm -hmm. nigel mcginnis is getting himself back in the ring shape and possibly turn Um, okay that could be interesting so and it would have been great for all in but danielson's hurt uh what else you're gonna you're gonna have 
Takeshita vs. Omega at All In? No. It's not ready yet. That that no. match is not ready to be showcased yet. I'm... And it's definitely yeah. not ready for All In. I wouldn't do that. And... Honestly, I wouldn't do that until, like, full gear. Honestly. Yeah. Something like that. You know, you gotta let that shit build, man. Let Takeshita get some more character. Um, yeah. Because, let's face it, else? at this point... Would they book, would they book yeah. uh, Osprey and, 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 and Omega? Omega? I think that happens at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't yeah. think that happens at all. Yeah. I, I can... I agree with that. That's That makes sense. Because following the G1, it looks like um, Osprey's next defense of his IWGP UK, UK championship will be against Yoda Suji, yeah. which uh, has me all kinds of hard. Right. Um, let's get into the G1, shall we? Sure. Uh, sure. Why so not? The G1 ended this morning uh, for us over here. And I got to say that I never paid this much attention to a G1 uh, Climax mm -hmm. um, tournament in years. Uh, I always feel too overwhelmed with uh, having to keep up. And, yeah. and by no means does that mean I watched every match. But right. uh, this G1 was really good. Uh, I thought the blocks were smartly put together mm -hmm. um and i think the i think some some of the guys who came out better than they went in would be hanare um all the young guys especially gabe kid yeah um and um Hikaleo. Uh, mm. who made it to the quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, I don't... The things that I really don't care for is at the beginning of the G1, at the press conference, Evil basically put Finley on notice. Okay. And said, don't forget that I'm at the four of Bullet Club. And okay. they were in the same block. They were pretty much neck and neck the whole time. They faced each other. After the match, nothing happened. <laughs> Evil and Finley <sighs> get into the quarterfinals. Yeah. One makes it to the semis, the other doesn't. Nothing happens. Mm. Nothing has happened between Evil and Finley or War Dogs and House of Torture. And people who give a shit about it really want something to happen. And I think it's weird that we're not getting that. But I also know that Gato is a slow fucking burner. So, uh, loves, loves that snow, slow freaking burn. Love. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I'm not going to list off a bunch of matches to watch. Yeah. But, um, I will say that. At the end of the year, when people put together their mm -hmm. favorite matches and best matches of 2023, I imagine Will Ospreay will be on a lot. The man is create. 
he's been creating a legacy, but he yeah. has hit a whole other level in the past few months. Um, his matches with Kenny Omega, his match against LP, mm -hmm. his match against Kenta, his matches, uh, his match against Okada. He finally beat Okada in the G1. Yeah. And the semifinals against Naito was fucking incredible. Um, you watched the semis and the final. Yeah. So give me your thoughts. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, first of all, like, the the semis were pretty good. Like, Osprey versus Naito. Yeah, I was... That was that was good shit. Um, I would say like because the ones that's fresh on my mind is about, is the final, but yeah. What did you think about Evil beating Sonata? I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't, because from and and this is just from what you've told me, but like from what I've heard from you and you know and what John you and John whatever you have talked about. I don't know how I feel about evil. Like it was, like I, the first the, the first time I saw like some sort of character was when he left Lij and joined Bullet Club. I was like, okay, interesting. And that was during COVID. And then now, I mean, it's just like now he's doing this whole house of torture thing, and it's part of Bullet Club, but it's not Bullet Club, I, you know. And I'm just like, can I make it make sense? Um, I feel like you know Sonata, he's from what I've seen, he's been on a bit of, uh, on quite a roll. And, um, was, yeah. Undefeated in block action. Yeah. And now he unless the whole tag team title for people in LIJ. Yeah. And, and up until the semifinals, they were three and three against each other, uh, in singles competition. The problem with evil Sid. Yeah. Is that his matches are so formulaic that if you saw it, the House of Torture at the beginning when they started, mm -hmm. you'd never have to see another evil match until this shit ends. And when is it going to end? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but evil's going to have a title match. Yeah, it's not going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom because he didn't win the he didn't win the G one, but it's going to happen because he pinned Sonata, and yeah. it's just I don't know. I thought it was kind of stupid, but it was also kind of smart because once he beat Sonata, it was like okay, maybe Evil's going to go all the way here, like he just beat the World Heavyweight Champion. Also, I want to say this. A lot of Western fans um, don't see Sonata as a main eventer or they think that he's getting yeah. there. I mean... Watch any of his matches in this G1. Watch any of the matches he's he's had since he changed from LIJ and tell me what really matters. He's wrestling in Japan. Those fans are eating out of the palm of his fucking hand, dude. Like, this... He may not be a main eventer to Joe Schmo in Kentucky, but uh, he's a main eventer to uh, to the Japanese crowd. Yeah. So, uh, I even read an article, you know, 
on 411 Mania that was like talking about Evil and Snot and they were like, this was a mid-card guy who has the title against a bland, boring, uh, you know, whatever. And okay. I was just like, he's not a fucking <laughs> mid-carder guy. Like, so not a no. He he. From what I've seen, hell for no. For years. You know, I, I don't like yeah. that's the thing. I don't watch nearly as much New Japan as you, Tim, but whatever I've seen of Sonata, I'm like, and, and, and then, like, I think years ago when he was still in LIJ, there were a lot of rumors that they were going to push Sonata. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're talking about. Mid Carter, guy obviously doesn't watch less New Japan than me. So there you go. I finally found someone who watches less New Japan than I do. So I don't feel so bad now. But anyway, uh, no, I'm just they're all joking aside. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's about to change, Holmes. If you're gonna stay, if you're gonna stay on as my co-host, yeah, I have to watch New Japan. That's fine. I will watch it. It's I actually like it, so it's whatever. But no, um, <laughs> I this was yeah. But no, what I was saying is like yeah, I think Sonata is very much a main eventer. Matter of fact, you know, it's weird, though. It, that's why it was so weird when it was Jack Perry who challenged Sonata for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Forbidden Door. It, Sonata felt the same way. Yeah. It's like, When he sent why? that video, he was like, I don't even know who this guy is. Right. And I'll tell you why. Because it's obvious that Tony Khan... Tony Khan uses New Japan more than uh, New Japan uses AEW. Um, He used that match solely. He gave Jungle Boy to Sonata solely to get over the, put over the Jack Perry heel turn. That's it. Yeah, true. But you know, um, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I really, we don't see New Japan on AEW as much as we should, in my opinion. And any top star who wants to go to New Japan seems like they do. Speaking of Eddie Kingston's run, was awesome to see. It was great to see yeah, a forty-two-year-old felt... man finally living his dream of wrestling in Japan and wrestling in the greatest tournament in Japan. And he met his hero, Kawada. And it was, if you have not seen the video, go look it up right now because your heart will melt. (laughs) Um, But so semifinals, Evil versus Okada, Okada won. Osprey versus Naito, fucking amazing barn burner. Um, could have went either way. Yeah. I think they went the right way with Naito. Yep. Naito and Okada was this morning. Woo. And it is very fresh in my mind, too, because I got finished watching it about an hour ago. Nice. It was the first time in a long time where I was screaming at the TV. <laughs> and, that, I mean, that expl- that that's pretty high praise because these two have wrestled a lot before but it's just yeah. it's it's interesting one thing i love about what i've seen from new japan is 
yeah, you have a lot of the same matches, but they always do something different in every match. So the circumstances surrounding surrounding the two people in the match are always different. The yeah. the out the, the what could happen after is always different. It might be the two same people, mm -hmm. but because of the way New Japan does their shit, yeah, it doesn't feel repetitive. Yeah, but exactly. Like, when Naito went for the sat the kick off the rope satellite DDT the second time and turned it into a roll up, I was like, "That's fucking genius!" And that has to be the end. It wasn't it. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> what the fuck and like you know i loved how it was naito country and okada played into it okada went straight up he kind of played heel he did and yeah and and i liked it yeah. i liked it and i feel like um, they both took turns playing heel <laughs> a little bit i don't even know if naito can be because every time Naito does something heelish, people yeah, people love, love it. it. It's crazy, but whatever. But I mean, Okada based his based his offense around the head of Naito, and commentary kept saying how mm -hmm. he had a uh, some some kind of cornea issue, and how he used to have double vision, things like so that. He so just... he was really getting over and. Naito based his around Okada's neck. And um it just was it was um it was a master class. Yep. In, in wrestling in my opinion. Yep. Um they slowed it down when they needed to. They sped it up when they needed to. I loved um uh, one I, I was on the edge of my seat. One of my favorite Because you can never count Okada out. True. One of my favorite parts was Okada going for like a really cocky cover and he like just put his foot on Naito and Red Shoes was just like, nope, nope, not happening. He did it three t He tried to do it three times. Three times and then Red Shoes was like, nope, nope, that's not happening. I That's you one of the really reasons say, I love that. That doesn't happen in the G1. Right. right. Like you're not doing that in the G1. But nah. Yeah, that's why I love Red Shoes so much though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is the most... Uh most entertaining and animated re referee that they have in new japan mm -hmm. um but tetsuya naito won yes uh after like three destinos and it was beautiful it was marvelous and if you've been following this podcast since our return for armbar two armbar audio 2.0 we both predicted naito to win mm -hmm. so we're winners and whoever else didn't is is losers so fuck you uh, <laughs> um so yeah we know that oh, jesus naito will be in the main event of wrestle kingdom and hopefully it's against sonata because that story writes itself mm -hmm. um yeah and the g1 was fantastic um if you are looking for more tournaments especially in japan um, I believe the Tokyo Joshi Pro one ended today. Uh, Stardom's big one is still happening, and Noah's N1 victory started this week. Um, 
I'm sure they're all really good. I just don't have the time for everything. And that, that will lead us into AW Collision. I fucking love AEW Collision so much. <laughs> I love that it's different from Dynamite. And it makes me love Dynamite even more because Rampage just seemed when rampage was the only other show it just felt like a watered down who gives a shit dynamite it felt and like the dark matches feels... honestly <laughs> yeah that's what i honestly but, that's what i would do i mean if i were tony khan i would move rampage just to youtube and kind of regulate it to be like what dark and elevation were just just a thought i mean that's all up to warner brothers dude yeah, but, but I think Collision in its infant, infantile history has differentiated itself from Dynamite so well, and it, it has really put um, a lot of wrestlers and characters just just push them up a, a, into the spotlight. We see like Hollywood starlet Tony Storm. We've been seeing Mercedes yeah. Martinez and Diamante and Willow Nightingale and Chris Statlander, and they're doing really well. Um, we've seen BC Gold, which is fantastic. Yeah. And the idea to have the guns in Bullet Club Gold is the one of the most that fits like a glove. They've ever had. They fit like a glove, man. Yes. They fit so well. Um, we did see Will Hobbs this week. And he said that he didn't want to rely on anybody anymore. And he was good. He went back to the Bay Area and got his book of Hobbs. And this this is going to be his redemption. And for that, he needs the Redeemer. So he called out Miro. Mm. And then, unbeknownst to Hobbs, uh, the members of QTV, I think Camarado and Solo, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, Solo uh, and, yeah, I think took out Miro. And then, and then Hobbs took them out. So he wanted nothing to do with them, but right. he let them do what they did. Right. Um, the show started off with Ricky Starks on fucking fire. Ricky Starks, dude, apparently has gotten suspended for thirty days. Hmm. So I guess he's not competing at all out or all in. But he said he got a manager's license, and if you want to bring, if you want a war, he's gonna bring it to your doorstep, hmm. dude. Interesting. Put on, every time this guy gets a mic, he gets better, and yep. he needs strapped to the moon. Strap yep. that motherfucker to the moon. I, I agree with um, that. That's for sure. I've been saying that for a while since day one, man. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, Christian and Darby Allen and Arn Anderson, Brock Anderson, all that whole thing that happened was entertaining. Uh, Christian and Arn Anderson's promo was great. Um, Brock versus Luchasaurus was good. And then having, having Darby come out mm -hmm. and clear them from the ring. And then what he had to say about Christian and Luchasaurus was, was great. Yeah. Um the the main event was CMFTR against House of Black for the Trios titles. 
Um, and of course, uh, people who are biased and already <laughs> were already going into this match hating CM Punk. You know, I read some things about how he's how CM Punk is gassed and the Elite had better matches with House of Black and this and that. First of all, CM Punk and FDR work way differently than the Elite than the Elite. And for what they work in this match, in this match, it was fucking awesome. It felt like a big deal the whole time. And it wasn't just fast-paced, you know, uh, spot-fest bullshit. It was, I mean, there were spots and it was fast-paced, but there was also times where it wasn't. And that was cool. Mm -hmm. And... Let's go variety. To see Punk and Malachi Black sit across from each other was awesome. And just the match fucking ruled. Samoa Joe earlier in the night said Punk's being a bitch and he's not answering me. And at the end of the match, before, right before the end, Punk was by the barricade. Samoa Joe put him in the clutch, pulled him over, and just fucking awesome. kept going until uh, the House of Black won. And it was just a really good match and i don't know what people say why people are saying that punk looks bad or has is gassed or whatever but in this match he looked fantastic in the match against ricky starks both of them he looked fantastic mm. and he kept up and he was great and um i think people like to nitpick because they're butt hurt and you know that's okay it's your choice to be butt hurt um Last night, after collision went off, went off air. Yeah, uh, there were two, there were two um, signs. There were two signs in the crowd near each other that said, said "This is Hangman, Hangman Country." Country yeah. Hangman it was right. Yeah, right. Hangman was right. Hangman was right. Yeah. Punk saw this, caught on the mic, and cut a promo on Hangman. And said that, oh, this is Hangman Country. Well, I went to a local Walmart, and all the figures there were of Hangman Adam Page, and called him a peg warmer, and he doesn't move merchandise Damn. like CM Punk does, etc. Now everyone's like, oh, Phil's still bitter. Phil's still holding on to this and that. And I'll tell you what, at first I felt that way too. And it might be that way. But it probably if is, we remember, still. FTR said shit about the Bucks. Yeah. Off TV. Hmm. The Omega in one of the matches bit somebody. He bit Pac. The brawl out. Yeah, he bit Pac. Yeah. There's been a lot of kind of like shots. Poking, poking yeah, a lot of shots other. fired at each other. Yeah. And Omega even said on the episode 200 of Dynamite, yeah. hell, you might even see us on collision. After Also, Bucks versus FDR is happening. Viral. So. Yes, that is happening, Sid. Thank you. No problem. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm here for. After the video went viral on the internet, CM Punk, uh, his Instagram, uh, had a picture of a a guy in a chair and, and I don't know what movie it's from. It's from an old Halloween movie and it said 
too easy. Like the song playing was too easy. By Guns N' Roses, so, yeah. So right? it seems like, yeah. So it seems like instead of him being bitter and holding on, he's he's trolling. Yeah. He's trolling people, and whether he's trolling them for the sake of trolling, or he's trolling them because he's pissed, or he's trolling them because there is CMFTR and the elite in. In the worst future, and they know about it. I don't know, but um, people love to jump. People love to jump to conclusions. People love to to just really have extreme opinions. Um, nothing is black and white usually, especially especially, especially in wrestling. When, wrestling you know you know you don't know what's real and what's not yeah e- even if they come out with a documentary 20 years later you don't know you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I i just i mean even if it's dark side even dark side of the I ring did. could do like a two-part piece on it and you'd still be like huh was, was this staged or was this like what what parts yeah. are real and what parts are fake and you know i, I don't know man like I'll be honest, like like I said, I am you and everyone knows this. I'm not nearly as big of a punk fan as Tim is here, but I am more than willing to give him the benefit I mean, of the I, doubt. Yes, so. I'm a punk. I am a punk fan, but at the same time, I'm not one of his cult followers. Like yeah. last night, you know, I was arguing on both sides. Like mm-hmm. I was telling the people who hate him so much, you know, maybe this is calculated and maybe this isn't what you think it is and on the other hand i was telling the other people who just eat out of punk's hand you know this could be him being bitter and not letting go of shit and if that's the case that's really fucking lame like you're a fucking grown-ass man yeah you see two signs in the crowd and you get you get all upset Get all worked up about it. Like, come on, man. Like that's that's fucking. And you say you work with children. Right. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I don't know yeah. what this means. Neither do I. And I don't I don't know if we're gonna know what it means, but if nothing yeah. happens between between the elite and CMFTR, then it would point to him being an old bitter prick. Yeah. And if so that's unless the case, yeah. Shame, shame on him. Yeah. Shame on him. I mean, just I don't know, man. Like just he there I I agree that there is money to be made in that you can have all these matches between the elite and CMFTR and make all that money and then after the money's been made, you know, CM CM Punk can just be like or Tony Khan can just go to CM Punk and say deuces because you know, all that good shit if he wants. What? If he wants, but you know, Why? Punk does make money. Like, make he does. Money. Like he does. But like, I, what what other matches would you would you want to see with Punk? Like, he's not gonna. It doesn't seem like it's gonna come back to Dynamite anytime soon. Well, they're doing. It looks like they're gonna do Samoa Joe, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna be good. Tony, Tony Khan can work with anybody. 
like impact new japan etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. and you know anything can happen who would i want to see punk wrestle mm-hmm. it doesn't matter i just want to see him on the screen i like it when he has a microphone in his hand i like it whenever he wrestles is that does that make me a terrible person just because i'm not on the internet uh hating yeah. on somebody apparently Apparently it does these days. uh, Jeez. Moral relativist. (laughs) Like, who gives a shit? It's Uh, wrestling. Yeah. Sit down and enjoy the show. Or turn it off if you're not enjoying it. It's not like he did something astronomically terrible. Let it fucking go. And if you don't like him, guess what? Sid, what don't I like? You don't like uh, that one particular promotion that is out in Connecticut. I don't like the WWE. Yeah, I thought we don't use that word here, but okay. Do I do I tweet do I tweet about it? No, you don't. Do I talk about it? No. Do I watch it? Not to my knowledge. No, you don't. You know why? Because I'm fucking sane. If you don't like something or somebody, you don't have to deal with them. Yeah, like, look, we're, we're, I don't know what it is. We're both in our 30s. And this, for me, this became more and more of my mantra as I entered my 30s. I was like, all right, I mean, I don't really care about this. So I'm just not going to watch it. You know, and it's not just with wrestling, just with anything in general. You know, with anything I watch or read or listen to, you know, like, for example, I don't like, we'll give you a music example and I'll probably get canceled and I don't give a fuck. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. Not that I think there's anything wrong with her. Her music is just not my cup of tea. So guess what? When I go on Spotify, am I looking for Taylor Swift? No. You know, I respect her. I mean, she has a fan base. Are you going, are you going on Taylor Swift fan pages? Or fan accounts and talking shit? No. No. It's funny, when I was in high school, I used to, but I was like, no. <laughs> you were in high school, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. These people on the internet are grown adults. Who have jobs. I'm surprised. How would you... How would it be if you were at your job and you were talking like how you talk in the, in the social media? Yeah, I should probably get fucking booted, so... Would you would you do it in a public place to the people that you're talking about? I hope not. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean you're at a wrestling event and you're yelling shit. Like you're I at mean, a restaurant. Or that something. wrestler is. Are you gonna go up to that wrestler and say, you know, I think you're a piece of shit? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I, I just it it just uh it really takes the fun out of wrestling wrestling fans are so crucial to wrestling because another thing that makes collision so great is the crowds the crowds have been fire and anytime there's a fire crowd i mean look at wwe backlash right Mm -hmm. that puerto rican crowd had not had a wwe event and like what a decade or something something like that they were so thirsty they were so loud even if you didn't like wwe you heard about it 
you heard about it and and, and it's just crowds fans can make and break things and true the the vocal minority of fans who take this shit way too seriously online really leave a bad taste in my yeah i agree i mean it just makes like i i watch wrestling to kind of you know forget about escape to escape and you're making that escape and even that escape sucks because and then i'm like now i don't want to watch anymore you know not i'm not going to stop watching wrestling it's just that yeah you know it, it puts you in a really weird spot it does because like when john when John was here, mm-hmm. he pretty much took over our social media because I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it, but I knew that it yeah. was crucial for the brand. We have to be out there. Mm-hmm. We have to get our be seen, etc. But I couldn't stand <coughs> it, dude. So I was at one point. I just said, John, you gotta, you just gotta take care of this now because I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna lose my mind, and. You know, John had problems with it too, uh, right. but he was—I uh, guess he was easier at holding it in. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. But um, yeah, he was—he he tweeted, man. Like, cause that's the thing. Like, he was so. One other thing I'll say, John, with social media, was he just fucking got it. I don't know how. Yeah, but he, he kind of got he it. He was stronger than us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just kind of. I don't like I, I post there, but I'm just like, whatever, you know. But like now, I'm just posting yeah. about now. I'm posting about Indian films because again, anyway. But um, yeah, I think like it's just it, I don't know, man. It's like a it's crazy uh, to be a wrestling fan. I mean, you, on one end you have all these great shows, you love the quality. But then you go online and like, oh, this is shit. Oh, this is crap. This is all. Oh, if you like this, you should stop watching wrestling. Why? I'm an AEW Who? fan, so I have to voice how much I hate WWE. I'm a WWE fan, so I have to voice how much I hate AEW, even though I've never watched it. I'm an AEW fan, and I hate WWE, and I haven't watched it in so long. Shut the fuck up. No one cares. Right. Yeah. It's not. You're not that important. I'm sorry. We have to be the ones to break it to you, but you are not that important. And if this is the podcast that gets... By the way, if this is the episode that gets us canceled, there you go. There's your present. Have fun. (laughs) Uh, Well, this has been a joy. It has. Um, I agree. We will be back next week, I assume, to uh, break down all in. Break it down. Because it's August 20th, right? I believe so, yeah. And it's in the afternoon, so that's Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So why don't we do a live stream post-show? I'm down for that. I'm down for it. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, it's August 19th. Mm. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Still Saturday afternoon. No. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I got to look this up. Because uh, Daddy has plans on Sunday. Oh. It's my parents' 40th anniversary party. Oh, those plans. Okay. Well, happy anniversary to your parents. 
I thought you were. I thought your. I thought your plans involved like a, a a lovely lady or something like that, but. No, I was wrong. It's August twenty seventh. Huh. So that is, in two Saturdays. So we will. And I even actually had it in my calendar. Damn! Look at you. But yeah, we we'll, we Looking we can up. figure that out. Yeah, we can figure that out. Um, Dude, it's we... a, it's it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, it's a Sunday, and it's yeah. it takes place in the afternoon. We should do a post a live post show. Into yeah, that's fine with me. Next week we'll talk about what we want to talk about, which will probably be AEW and um, something else. New Japan or Impact or Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor or anything yeah. that I actually like. like. And yeah. Yeah. So wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one and peace and love to all of you. Bang. Dang. There you go. I did the Kevin Nash thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye bye.